And I don't know, it brings up some interesting ethical questions. And also, though, on a more practical level, like how many years is it until all stores just have cameras and sensors, whether they're using it for just walk out or they're using it to get data? I mean, we've said for years that the exciting thing about e-commerce is that we can track everything the consumer does. We can see how long you look at each product. And wow, wouldn't that be nice to have that in a retail store as well? Well, hey, the technology is catching up with that idea. Good day and welcome to another episode of Commerce Today. My name's Darren, and as always, I'm here with Josh to talk about uh, different commerce things that are happening today in the world. And this topic today, well, this one's just kind of fun. I can even speak of this because I I didn't take advantage of it, but I did witness it. Um, just, uh, well, it was O-Dark 100 uh, the other day, leaving Florida, headed back to here, and there was one of these stores that we're going to talk about, and sure enough, it was a just walkout technology, which to me is pretty much, hey, you can come in and steal our stuff, but you're going to tell us, Josh, how that's not how this is supposed to work. Oh, so yeah. No, help I- us out with the, with the I guess, Amazon's uh, just walk out technology. Yeah, you call it just steal our stuff. I call it remember big Amazon is always watching you. <laughs> Important yeah. safety tip. <laughs> yeah, so this is a technology that Amazon um, basically through AWS and other systems and approaches, um, they're starting to offer this to retailers where you can actually deploy this technology. And if you're not familiar with it, um, this started with some of Amazon's own retail stores, most of which now they've closed, but well, we won't <laughs> talk about that. Um, started with those stores where they literally had test stores, basically, where you go in and you shop and you pick things up off the shelf and you put them in your cart and then you just walk out and kind of in the name and uh, they automatically char- charge your credit card. And The way this works is there are sensors and cameras everywhere. Um, So it's watching you. It's figured out who you are. Um, I've seen these in the airports, kind of two different ways they do it. One is based on your palm. It scans your palm, links that to an Amazon account, or you have to have already linked it to an Amazon account once before. Um, And that's how it knows who to charge. And at another um, location, you just basically swipe your credit card and It does this at a location where it basically holds you in the perfect place for the camera to scan your uh, face, know who you are, and then it tracks your every move throughout the store. Well, this is this is really interesting, and I know, I know, even going back in time just a little bit, Apple kind of really set the stage with being able to come into the store, basically buy in the store, and you could just walk out with it. But that was through their app and stuff. So this is really taking that whole idea to the to the next level. So my question is, is at least first up here as we're going through this, do you scan your palm as you're walking in or do you scan your palm as you're walking out? You actually scan everything as you're walking in. As Um, you're walking in. So what happens if you don't want to buy anything? You just want to check some stuff out. Well, you've now told Amazon who you are and that you're in that store that day. Okay. And so everything that I paused at and looked at for longer than a few seconds, I'm going to get ads now in my Amazon app when I'm going and looking for my regular stuff. And now you see why Amazon is so excited about this. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, I can only imagine as we as we continue on here that there could be some privacy concerns here. Um, what does that look like for, for merchants or for the those that want to do this? You know, that's the the interesting thing, scary thing, questionable thing. To me, there's kind of two questions. First off, you know, 
who has this data? Is this and depending on your opinions, this might change how you feel about Amazon the technology. Amazon has it all. But yeah, <laughs> does Amazon have it all or does it just stay with the retailer? And I know that there are different ways they're licensing this technology. And supposedly, there's going to be an option where all the data stays with the retailer. And it's all basically the, the photos and the identities are all tied into something local that is just stored with that retailer, even just in that store. So in theory, if you trust the company that runs that store, then you don't worry about it as much. Um, if you, though, are a little more cynical, you may realize, hey, there's a good chance that Amazon also has a copy of this data. Um, and I don't know, it brings up some interesting ethical questions. And also, though, on a more practical level, like how many years is it until all stores just have cameras and sensors, whether they're using it for just walk out or they're using it to get data? I mean, we've said for years that the exciting thing about e-commerce is that we can track everything the consumer does. We can see how long you look at each product and wow, wouldn't that be nice to have that in a retail store as well? Well, hey, the technology is catching up with that idea. And you, and you, uh, you triggered something there, Josh, and this will age me at least. Isn't there a movie line somewhere that – Someday all restaurants will be Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, there is. There is. Yep. So someday all all shopping will be Amazon. Uh, I guess is that the new uh, is that the new uh, statement to go out. Yep. Yeah. As a very frequent Amazon purchaser, my wife jokes that there's an Amazon warehouse that I've sponsored that has my name on it. I don't know if I love or hate that idea. So this is definitely technology that. Not that there's a lot we can say positive about COVID and that whole experience, but this is definitely technology that, not that it wasn't going to come out, it was going to come out sooner or later, but this this technology has really accelerated, I believe, because of the COVID experience and that, hey, don't touch anything and only touch the things that you want to touch kind of thing. So kind of that touchless, contactless type mm -hmm. of shopping, right? Definitely. Yeah, it was accelerated by that. And I think we're going to see retailers continue to kind of accelerate their adoption of things like this because, you know, in the post-pandemic world or whatever we want to call this, um, hiring is challenging. And people have really reevaluated what type of jobs they want, what kind of pay they want for those jobs. And I, I know all of us have been in stores recently where – I was actually at a store the other day where not only was there only a self-check option – there was still a cashier. I walked up to the cashier and they said, wouldn't you rather use self-checkout? And then walked me to the self-checkout. So definitely going to see more of a push towards self-checkout. And this is kind of the ultimate in self-checkout technology so that you don't, you don't need store associates. And that's kind of the thinking is, you know, we joked about the machines coming for our jobs, but this is definitely a way that technology is going to replace a lot of workers in the retail world. Yeah, this really takes the the kiosk idea and to the whole new level because it's beyond what you have to throw into a mechanical kiosk. Now you can have a, a store. Now it's still going to require, it's still going to require someone to stock it, to restock it. Now, For now that could be robots obviously, or automation of some variety. Who's the target for this? Cause, uh, cause Hudson is a, the airport chain. And that's the one that I saw when I was flying back from Florida in the, in the airport. But what are, are there some others out there or who, who would be kind of the candidate for wanting some something like this or wanting wanting to at least explore the idea? So this is still very early on. Amazon has um, five or six marquee customers, um, Hudson being the biggest one. But now pretty much all the sports venues in Seattle are deploying this technology. And if you think about that, you think about the 
rush of people that want to buy some uh, apparel to support their team before or after the game, this is a great way to move a lot more people through a store really quickly. Um, so yeah, it's not not a huge audience for it yet, but one of the reasons I've wanted to still feature it on our podcast is because I do think this is a good indicator to retailers that if you have a store, this is the kind of experience your customers are going to be expecting. I mean, they they wish they had it now, but they're going to definitely expect it from you in the next four or five years. So if you're still catching up on some of the omni-channel basics, you better hurry. So, all right, you and I are at least beyond our teenage years, for sure. A little bit. And, and I'm even a little bit more even than whatever. There might even be a teenager's length between us. Uh, yeah, sure you shut up. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, that was, that it was a message that was not approved by the sponsors of this program. <laughs> anyway, um, but what I was going to say is that having had some experience, close experience with Apple and their retail stores, one of the things that was very important to them was customer experience and that customer journey. And being able to take a person through that customer journey, and it was in, and it was trained, and it was it was literally the mantra of how a person was to experience an Apple store. So, based on that, this is the almost the antithesis, the opposite of taking away all customer experience. Now, it is only the experience of that person. The customer itself is walking in, buying their stuff. Is this a and our, the reason I brought up the age and stuff, is this a generational thing? Is this a, is this really the direction that the Gen Z, Gen, I don't know what, ha- what happens after Gen Z, but, but you know, what is it, what does that look like? Um, so this is where we're, we're definitely, <laughs> we're stretching beyond commerce today. But as you were asking that, I have this kind of scary, kind of encouraging mental image. Let me paint a picture for you. All right. So say we're. God, knowing Amazon two years in the future, but could be five, 10 years in the future. You walk into a store, you're wearing your Echo Frames, which are their glasses that they already have that have an Echo device built in. You're wearing your Echo earbuds. You walk in and it says, hey, Darren, welcome to Kroger's. Hey, I see that you know, you're know you low on milk. Hey, the milk's right over here. Because my refrigerator has already told Amazon that I'm low on milk. Exactly. And as you're walking down the aisles, you hear, hey, you know, you tried this coffee a couple weeks ago. What'd you think about it? Was this was this good? Can we recommend a better coffee for you? And you're not, it's not a person. It is a voice assistant. It's a machine learning model. It's an artificial intelligence providing a personalized experience just for you without a person ever being involved in it. Wow. So there is a movie on this. Minority Report is one, one of them, one of the many that reminds me of this. There's probably others. Okay. It's, uh, it's just not that darn funny anymore, as they say. What else, I guess, let's kind of, as we kind of wrap this up and put a, put a bow on it, what else from a back to commerce today standpoint, what do merchants ought to know about this? How can, how can they either be ready and you talked about them having understand that this is potentially the experience that they're wanting to do. In the meantime, they may have very nice person, you know, Sally, Johnny, whoever, that does a great job customer service wise in their stores that is important to them. How do they track with this? How do they, what do they do? You know, the, the best example I've seen of this, there's a retailer that I've worked with that realized they had a lot of knowledge in their store associates and they might have a great store associate at one location that knows a lot about one product line, but not at another location. So they started equipping those store associates, their, um, the tablets or the phones that they would walk around with to scan things in the store. They equipped that with an option to start 
you could scan an item and you could actually share some of what you learned there. You could either record a video, you could record audio, or you could just write it down. And then they started pulling that content into their website. I think eventually that content's going to appear in their app as well. And that way, you know, no, you probably aren't ready as a retailer to deploy just walkout technology. But what about a companion app? You know, I've seen a few stores lately that I walk into their store and their app has an actual store mode. You hit store mode and it's surfacing some of that knowledge from associates. And it's even helping me build out a cart and be able to check out faster at least. And I think that's the kind of things to start looking at is this is all just about making it as quick and easy to get in and out of a store as you as the customer wants. And so meeting the customer, you know, as best you can with t- today's technology, I think is going to probably be more beneficial in the short term than something kind of wild and crazy is just walk out. Gotcha. So creating a seamless shopping experience is really, really the the process, that frictionless experience. Well, that is fantastic. Well, best wishes to uh, to all of those listeners on uh, on the walkout technology and, and what you found out today. We, of course, always love it if you, uh, if you like our podcast. And with that, until next time, we look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon.